these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. How y'all doing? How? How's it going? <laughs> um, hey, Jordan, how you, how you doing today? I'm doing quite well. It's it's a, it's a bit nicer outside, thankfully. It's not extremely smoky in 112. Yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm smoking a pack of cigarettes, which is nice when I walk simultaneously outside. melting. While melting, for sure. Especially with the mask on. Um, so, and plus our AC got fixed this week, so that was handy, too. Went out on... on Sun Sunday, and they repaired it on two Wednesday. Oh my God, my days are running together. Tuesday or Wednesday. So our house is at a cool seventy six now. Thankfully, not at ninety two. Nice, <laughs> which is helpful. Uh, but good, just working. Besides mm-hmm. doing the huge. What about you? Good, working. I'm hoping this weekend I can get some fishing in. Oh yeah, you gonna try to go fishing again? I'm gonna try to. Um, friend of ours lives in uh one of those like really nice neighborhoods that's on the edge of nothing mm-hmm. so there's there's a couple like man-made ponds and man-made bodies of water there but there's also some some uh lakes that are just kind of naturally there on the property too whereabouts rancho marietta okay so try to hit that up so get some bass fishing in cool buddy knows the spots like the back of his hand so you going on saturday or sunday saturday saturday Try to get out there early. I don't know. We'll see. Somewhat. Not like super early because we're in a one car situation, so I can't like go out there at eight in the morning. True. Be like, okay, Cassandra, like I keep forgetting that you can't take that truck everywhere. Yeah. Damn it. That sucks. Yeah. But I uh I totally understand not wanting another car bill right now either. I've barely ever had a car that was consistently mine. Yep. So I don't know how that is. Do you want to stick with the one car situation or I'm, no, I mean not ultimately. Not it, ideally. At least. It works fine. The literally the only time it it's an issue is if we want to do different things on the same day. Yeah. So. Like, usually it's together anyways. So. Most of the time, so it's not not been a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you got? What you got planned for tonight? What you got? What you got going? Well, it is. I don't even know how to title it. Um. <laughs> I'll say mirror superstitions okay. is what we have. We're going to come up hold with on. something catchy I gotta, for that. Hold on. i got to intro that a little bit. <laughs> mirror superstitions. What am bit. I talking about tonight, Jordan? <laughs> I'm talking about... With confidence and gusto. Possibly the creepiest thing mankind has ever invented. <laughs> the mirror. Well, yeah. I'm sure that's not far off. Lots of scary things. Be done and said about mirrors. Specifically mirror superstitions okay because they abound i was listening to something about bloody mary the other day and it got me and i know a couple just kind of like old wives tale superstitions about it Mm -hmm. and it got me thinking i was like i think we can turn this into a whole episode and i think it'd be fun yeah because i don't think anyone's ever like not looked into the mirror and either thought they saw something or just something felt felt off about it so I felt like this would be a relatable episode. For sure. I mean, I was going to say, I've known about the Bloody Mary thing until since I was, like, knee Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the kid thing. Uh-huh. I've never done Bloody Mary, though. I've done it once, and oh. that was good enough for me. 
Yeah, no, no Bloody Mary for me, but we all know <laughs> I don't believe in summoning any of them demons. Yeah, no, I think Sarah and I did it one time, and we were like, never again. Not that anything. How did you Sorry. do it, though? We were up at Joe's, and I think it was uh, our uncle's girlfriend at the time had told us something about it, so we automatically went and did it. Uh, and I think I scared, I can't remember if I scared Sarah or not, being a little bit of a dick when I was younger, I probably did. Uh, but we, we both walked in and we turned the light off and we said the Bloody Mary three times thing didn't spin or anything like that. I don't know. I, I'm, you said that some of them elaborate on that. Um, but we did it three times. Nothing happened after a couple of seconds and we both left. And we were like, it was creepy. I would never do it again. Mm-hmm. But that's the only one that I've heard of or attempted. I know that there's more out there, but mm-hmm. Bloody Mary was the only going right okay so i figure the best place to start is the history of the mirror riveting (laughs) riveting (laughs) compelling (laughs) stuff here guys come on but i was thinking about it i was like wait i don't know how long mirrors have been around Mm -hmm. i'm assuming for a long time but i was hearing another podcast talk about um pictures and like uh how like selfies has changed society mm-hmm. and how um, you weren't really able to see yourself until like at least not that much until very recently and yeah. how that's kind of shaped the psyche and i started i was like well for photographs yeah but what about mirrors i feel like mirrors have been around for a while mm-hmm. well yeah selfies used to just be the, the kids holding up the camera in the mirror like right. <laughs> high school and stuff like that it's just it's just evolved from there so i'm like but how long have we actually had it mm-hmm. so the mirrors, um, so silver glass mirrors found throughout the world today, so they're most common ones. This is had so much traditional, I think. Right. They started in Germany about 200 years ago in 1835, and this is coming to us from Live Science. Um, 1835, German chemist, mm, I'm sorry. Ooh, butcher it. Eustace von Liebig developed a process for applying a thin layer of metallic silver to one side of a pane of clear glass. Um, this technique was soon adapted and improved upon, allowing for mass production of mirrors, which nowadays I think actually um, it's like a powdered aluminum that they spray on the surface. I've seen a how it's made on that one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Oh, it's, yeah. But it's been quite a while. And I remember the silver, but I, I don't think I've heard of any other. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure there's been a progression in the science behind it. So, apparently they've been around for quite a while, though. According to 2006 review by vision scientist Dr. J. Enoch in the journal Optometry and Vision Science, people in Anatolia, which is modern-day Turkey, manufactured the first mirrors out of ground and polished obsidian, which is volcanic glass, about 8,000 years ago. Cool. Mirrors made of polished copper popped up in Mesopotamia, which is now Iraq, and Egypt, uh, from 4,000 to 3,000 BC. And then a 1,000 years after that, people in Central and South America began making mirrors out of polished stone, while Chinese and Indian mirror makers crafted them out of bronze. And then right. later on after that, the Romans would take copper and polish copper. That's cool. I mean, you know, you, you figured they got to be able to see themselves somehow. I didn't really know how they did that. Though. Well, especially awesome. the Egyptians, because I know the Egyptians were super vain. Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they 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 had a very big beauty regimen. and It was all about it. They believed in shaving everything. So, like, uh-huh. <laughs> a mirror helps for that, you know? Yeah, otherwise lots of, lots of nicks, for sure. 
So the other reason I wanted to know how far back they went is because uh, with mirrors going back so far, I'm sure with the lo- like the the newer superstitions we have now, there's got to be some old ones. Yeah. So I tried to dig up some some old myth uh, or old ones from mythology. Some oldies but goodies. Oldies but goodies. Cool. So from strangeago.com, we have magical mirrors in myth and literature. So first up, we got Vulcan's mirror. There were numerous magical mirrors in ancient mythology. Perhaps one of the least known of these was a mirror made by Vulcan, or Hypha, not Hephaestus. Yeah, Hephaestus. H e p h a e s t u s. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Hephaestus. Yeah. yeah. So, made by Hephaestus. Vulcan was the Roman god of fire. He was master of the forge and metalworking. In myth, he forged a magical mirror that could show him the past, present, and future. Cool. Remember that. Um, unfortunately, Vulcan also made a magic mirror for, his, for Venus, his wife, and goddess of love. Her magic mirror gave her the ability to cheat on Vulcan with Mars and helped prevent from getting caught in the act. So you played yourself. That was the sole uh, intent behind that mirror? How did it allow her to do that? Did it do the same thing? Could she do, like, did she go into the past and then cheat on him? You know, honestly, I don't know how that story plays out. But I think think I've seen, like, something about that in God of War, but Mm -hmm. that's not going to be a close representation. (laughs) Of course. They did their homework a a A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So then, That's cool. next we know uh, about Medusa, which technically this is doesn't have a mirror in, but it's involved in where Perseus uses his shield as a mirror to avoid getting caught by her gaze and turning into stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Lord of the Smoking Mirror. The Aztecs made mirrors out of obsidian as well, a shiny black stone. Within their mythology was the god Texcalip... Hmm. Texcalipoca. Te- Can I see? I want to see. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Good luck with that. <laughs> I think I got it the last time. Who was known as the Lord of the Smoking Mirror. This ancient deity was depicted as wearing a black mirror on his chest or headdress to symbolize his authority. He was a god of communication and his people could commune with him by gazing into an obsidian mirror. In turn, he had his eye on their world through his magical obsidian mirror and was known to punish wrongdoers who would gaze into into one of his mirrors among the people. And then, so a lot of, like, gazing, a lot of looking to the future and the past so far. Yeah. These themes kind of keep rolling. A lot of longing looks. <laughs> At yourself. Yeah. Uh, then we have Merlin's mirror, the wizard of... Arthurian legend, King Arthur, which we all know and love. Uh, maybe, maybe Merlin's the G. Yep. So the, the wizard had a magic mirror of his own, although it was written that Merlin could use any reflective surface as a tool for scrying. Uh, we'll go into what scrying is a little later. Seeing into the future, Merlin's mirror was used to protect Arthur's kingdom. It would alert Merlin to any secret plots against the kingdom and it would show the faces of those who would commit treason against King Arthur. And then we have the myth of uh, of uh, vampires not being able to see the reflection mm-hmm. in the mirror, uh, which this came about in um, the Dracula novel, in, in Bram Stoker, Stoker's Dracula. Classic. 
It's one of the... He added a lot of the things that we now assume that have always been in vampire lore. Yeah, that we perceive. This is one of them. So this is one of the ones he put in there. But there are a lot of... um, A lot of things saying that your reflection is a reflection of your soul. So if you don't have a soul, you're not going to be in the mirror. You're out of luck. So even though he added it, it's still mentioned in other things. So he might have just pulled from other, other cultural references. And then you have all kinds of of things from J.K. Rowling to um, Tolkien to Lewis Carroll putting putting them in literature between Through the Looking Glass, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. People love mirrors. I was going to say, have you heard of the... There was one, just one that I didn't hear you mention. I wasn't sure if you were going to get to. I can't... Have you ever seen The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I just know of it. I can't remember what the... Because that's kind of a one that's based around a bunch of different mythological stuff like uh well not necessarily mythological but uh what's the dr jekyll mr hyde dorian gray that's the name i was looking for um that apparently can live forever unless he sees his reflection in a certain mirror and then if he does it like it ages him rapidly you know to whatever point he's actually at and essentially kills him but another time another time related one which i thought was interesting because that was one of the only ones i had heard of that way it's cool i think i just wear a blindfold all the time right yeah and just turn it a daredevil <laughs> if possible i mean well i mean like just learn how to do that because take the chance of looking and dying don't look at anything and you live forever i'll take the ladder yeah <laughs> so that's a little brief overview of mirrors in mythology. So we're about to get into the fun part of all the mirrors, but I thought a little bit of science before we got into it would be a good thing. Okay. So on psychologytoday.com, I found a study that, that had been done on monsters in the mirror. So in the study conducted by Dr. Caputo of, of the University of Urbino, participants were asked to stare into a mirror in dim lighting for 10 minutes. Results demonstrated that 66% of participants experienced huge deformations of their own face, 28% saw an unknown person, and 48% saw a fantastical and monstrous being. How, what was that last percentage? 48. 48%. Wow. Mm-hmm. But... I'm doing the math here. I was going to say, that doesn't really add up. It doesn't. <laughs> oh. No, still doesn't. So I don't know. You guys are good at your science, but not so, your math. But you know, maybe some of the percentages saw both. So there's overlap there. True. I don't know. Either way, this is done by psych- Psychology Today. And it was a university study, so I'm going to go with it. Um, these surprising results beg the question, how can staring into a mirror possibly cause our faces to shapeshift into unknown and potentially ter- terrifying deformations? The answer lies in our brain's, in our brain's penchant, that's a word, right? Mm-hmm. For selective processing. In simple terms, our brains can only handle so much information at a time. Right now, as you're reading this article, you probably aren't noticing the feeling of your clothes against your skin, the pattern of your breath, or any of the delicate sounds around you. Wrong. I notice all of it, and that's why I'm a nervous human. <laughs> Too many stimulus. I, it, I really feel that way, or like like 
my shorts will catch me weird sometimes and it just drives me nuts or I can hear too much of what's going on and I'm like overload. Kind of on a part of your light sleeping deal too, yeah? Yeah, you know, there we go. Yeah. Connect the dots. That's not good. That's not good. Um, your brain simply turns a blind eye to these various stimuli, unless you're me, uh, to better focus on what it deems most important, which for me right now is reading these words. Our sense of sight works no differently. When faced with an abundance of visual stimulation, only some of which are considered re- relevant, our brains will tune out the non-relevant parts. This phenomenon is termed the Troxler effect. Discovered in 1804 by a physician and philosopher named Ignaz Troxler. In this effect that underlies many of the optical illusions you can find on the internet. Stare at the red dot. Oh, so I'm going to show Jordan this picture, which is a red dot with a faded blue circle around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, the the circle will disappear. Um, so you have to stare at this red dot, just the red dot, for 20 seconds I wanted to see for you if it disappears, and then I'll tell you what happened when I did it. Oh, I've definitely done stuff like this before at the like Exploratorium and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is always fun. So you stare at the red dot? Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't help when cell phones fade. Like, they dim. Ah, <laughs> uh, I broke my concentration. That probably doesn't help. It's okay. We'll just restart it. It'll be another minute before it dims again. Okay, so it, it left? Uh, so I found... So I had to really really focus on it because i kept i kept like subtly breaking my concentration i could feel my eyes kind of just even though i'm looking at the red dot they're kind of darting outward a little bit so i would see parts kind of fade and then come back in but then if i then once i really focused in it all disappeared that was me like it would fade but then i it was almost like i could figure the trick out to it and make it come back and make it go away again so i love those things i love optical illusions they're cool (laughs) I've never, I guess I've never really thought about what damage that could cause, though, just staring at yourself for an extended period of time. Period of time. Like, how for how, however long that... Well, here they're saying that it causes distortions in your face as you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to the shallow depth of field produced in a camera focused tightly on a singular object, our brains tend to fade out features we aren't directly staring at and blend them together with the surrounding stimuli. Should one elect to gaze at a mirror into their own eyes... For a significant period of time, it is possible that other areas of their face might begin to dissipate and blend into the mirror. Your face can suddenly look terrifying when, for example, your forehead starts to fade away or your cheeks morph into one large brooding mouth. In time, your entire face can become distorted and transformed into this terrifying, mangled monstrosity. Let's do it. <laughs> Worse, our brains like, like to fill in things they cannot recognize with things that they can recognize. Your incomprehensibly distorted face might morph into a monster you had once seen on television, locked deep, locked deep within the syn- synaptic catacombs of memory. I'm almost more afraid of just doing of doing something like that, of just staring at myself for too long like that, uh, than than any of the the you know the hocus pocus kind of mirror, the bloody mary stuff, the app, you know turn the lights off, yeah. flick a candle, say this three times, because I feel like that's. You can really trip your brain out. I feel like you would go crazy if you had to... Can you imagine being not a padded cell, but a mirrored cell entirely? I mean... Or even just being... Having to lock onto something, specifically your face, or more yeah. reflection for that long? I don't know, though. Because I, I understand the science behind what they're talking about. But... And I know the experiment was very simple, but in, in the experiment we did, 
it was just a blue circle faded away. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's the same as saying this bloody faced woman popped up in my mirror. No. You know? Yeah. You're almost making, well, that's like bringing some, you're making something into fruition as opposed to not focusing on something. So it's just fading from your view. Yeah. Now I can see saying, okay, like if a lady was doing it and being like, oh yeah, there's this horrible woman with an empty face there Mm -hmm. because, okay, then you're blank, you're kind of blanked out and things blended. Okay. Fair enough. But to the, the degree that other things are reportedly seen in the mirror or your own reflection moving and things like that. Uh, I don't know. I have a harder time with it. Yeah. So, but that does happen. We tested it. You do, which I've also heard all, um, like when you're looking, if you look from one side to the other, you're not really, it's not like a camera that gets moved where it's capturing everything. Your brain is shutting off between each movement of looking over yeah so it's like you're skipping frames it's, yeah it's like you can only work at so many frames per second yeah you can only process it at that mm-hmm. which yeah. i think it ties into motion sickness and people that are really sensitive to that tend to get that more for sure which is why vr is really hard for like probably people like me do you get motion sick i do oh, um, oh yeah well i know no uh roller coasters stuff like that usually besides well it's more like um if i'm moving but my I'm not sitting facing forward. Like mm-hmm. if I'm sitting sideways and moving forward, it's uh, I'll get motion sick then. Or if I uh, no backwards loop de loops. Eh, maybe. I don't. I mean, I just don't do roller coasters in general because they scare the shit out of me. <sighs> but it's more of like when my body is being tricked that it's moving. Like I can't do any of the ones where there's a screen in front of you and you're in something that's trying to act like it's moving but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll get me. Yeah, VR would not be good for you. But I'm like fine on the water. Like I, I don't get ocean sick or seasick. Like I'm cool there. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Let's get into some superstitions with mirrors that are surrounding them. Okay. All right. First list is coming from twowaymirrors.com. The first one is good luck to newlyweds. If you or someone you know has gotten married, then this one's for you. Tell the happy couple to stand in front of a mirror together. This will unite their souls in the spirit world. <laughs> Looking into a mirror with your wedding partner after being recently married is a common tradition. When you look into a mirror with someone you're... Um, How long ago was that tradition? You know, I don't know. But I'm just going to, you know what, if you believe this, great. I don't think looking into a mirror together unifies your soul. I think it's just happy to see yourselves together. Mm-hmm. But there's that one. Number two, covered mirrors. This one is one that I had heard of and made me get on the whole bunny trail. Uh, once someone has passed away, their soul is released from the body and starts to roam. If the soul comes across a mirror before the body is buried, then it becomes trapped inside the mirror forever. Some people have said to see faces appear in old and antique mirrors. The deceased trapped in the mirror is said to grab the souls of the living that has looked into the mirror. Some believe that demons could escape through the mirror into the living world and cause destruction. To prevent this, cover the mirrors. Covering the mirrors will also prevent the wandering soul from getting trapped for eternity. You don't just bust it? Then you might set them free then. There's no winning. 
And why did we make these things? But it's, <laughs> but it, this is the thing, and some people still do this. Um, in like the generation right before me, my dad's generation, when you would have um, a funeral, you'd usually have the visitation at the home. Mm-hmm. And during that, like, yeah, they cover every mirror in the house so that way they could find their way to heaven and not get stuck in the mirror. That is so interesting. Yeah. It started around like the Victorian times, but country folk kept it going for a while. Huh. I wonder where that uh, started, originated. I'm wondering if it has anything to do with like... I feel like silver is like a really common theme in mythological stuff. I mean, you know, werewolf stuff and just having properties in that sort of way. So I'm wondering if that's what... If silver was the majority of mirrors made, but I mean, if it, it might go back further than that, that's a crazy one. Yeah. So then we have the number uh, unbroken mirrors. Have you have you ever dropped a mirror and it didn't break? If so, you're in good luck. It is said that if you drop a mirror and it didn't break, good luck is coming your way. So okay. that's a happy one. Okay. On the flip side, if it does break, we all know seven, seven years, years bad luck. Yeah. Then we have mirror sleep. If you sleep with a mirror in front of your bed, you may want to reconsider. Legend has it that the spirits from the spirit world will suck your soul out through the mirror. Only when you're sleeping or unprotected or both. (laughs) Oh, man. Over time or is that like an instantaneous thing if they find you? You know, I don't know. Depends probably on the legend you read. I'm sure. Jeez. Mirrors are scary. And then there's a good luck scare. Expect a good amount of good luck to come your way if you recently scared yourself with your own reflection in a mirror. When you accidentally walk beside a mirror and scare yourself um, by your own reflection, this is considered a good omen. Hmm. Have you ever done that? I mean, I know that I've walked by mirrors and then recognized that I'm walking by a mirror, but I don't think that I've ever scared myself doing it. I don't think I've done it thinking like a whole person necessarily, but I might have like reached for something and then seen like another hand and been like, ah. Yeah. Like I might glimpse or something like that. And then I, as soon as I see that it's, I don't know, the, the, the movement is corresponding that it makes sense, but Mm -hmm. I haven't actually, uh, I haven't scared myself that way. That's great. Well, good, good. Scare free in 93. (laughs) 92. (laughs) So you haven't either? No, not really. Yeah. I'm wondering how common how common that is. <laughs> so, number 7 to see your future husband. If you want not wife, only this is only for the ladies here. If you want to see your future husband, simply sit in front of a mirror on Halloween night with lit candle, apple, and a knife. Cut the apple into 9 slices, eat 8 of them with the knife, but throw the ninth slice into the mirror. Your husband-to-be will appear inside of the mirror and catch the ninth slice of apple. What happens when that apple just splatters? Slaps that mirror and Dying falls alone. to the ground. Dying alone. You're an old man. You're a spinster now. Sorry. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous one I've ever heard. You're not going to tell anybody to try that, Jordan? That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that it has to be on Halloween. That you got to have a knife involved. You gotta cut an apple, like you. Don't do it with an orange. Don't do it with an orange. You know what this is? It's sexist. A little bit. Straight sexist. A little bit. <laughs> that's all it is. 
So now we some have... guys, some white cis, gen, you know, <laughs> hetero gen male, came up with that somewhere, somewhere along the line, just to scare ladies. Oh, Mark. that's how we got a wife. That's how we got a wife. <laughs> he just slipped his picture up. No, he just took the pane of glass out, yeah. and then he showed up and caught the apple. It's me. It's me. It's me. <laughs> so, mirror superstition number eight: scare away evil spirits. Um, brass mirrors are hung in China. This way, if evil spirits were to enter their place of worship, they would see the reflection and run away. Today, many people hang mirrors across their front door. This would protect the home by reflecting an evil or negative energy. Huh? You know, I've actually I've seen homes with the mirror like right there, mm-hmm. and that makes a little sense. Not just like the one by the side, so you can make sure you don't look all funky going out. Yeah. But the like I've seen them like angled from the ceiling, so if you walked in the front door, looked kind of up a little bit, you'd see it. I feel like there's something about seeing yourself when you're not intending to see yourself mm-hmm. that throws just about anybody off their oh game. yeah just everybody yeah. like that's just a so it's probably a good uh i don't know if icebreaker but um that would be that would be an interesting one to 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 test out so then finally we get to one everyone knows bloody mary um, this folklore ritual claims that if you light a candle in front of the bathroom mirror and say bloody mary I've heard three times, I've heard 13 times, I've heard you just keep saying it, then the lady shows up. Um, some even says she escapes out of the mirror to, to pull you inside or to hurt you. I was going to say, what is she supposed to do at that point? Like, once you've summoned her, is she supposed to kill you or something? That's, like, the, that's you... the the rumor. She kills you, she'll pull you into the mirror, and then you're trapped in the mirror, yeah. or she just tries to attack you. So, Probably not a good way to go, then. Don't do it. Not... Not try ideal. this at home, kids. Not ideal. And then we, I have a couple more from framemymirror.com. So they also harpened on the no reflection, no soul. Um, it said that fantastical beings like vampires and witches don't have a reflection when they look into the mirror because they don't have a soul. Meaning it's not your physical reflection reflected back, but your soul. And then... There's... I was going to say, I forgot that I think that, that was a thing like during like witch trials and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. What well, wasn't a thing during Rich Charles? <laughs> they were gonna. Yeah, it was. That was sad. Sad times. It awful. Just awful. And then there's bad feng shui. Feng shui. <laughs> it's spelled feng. All right. I know. No, I know. I just the catch. The catch was great. Um, bad feng shui. In order, I'll leave it in there just because you know what. In order to have a bedroom that flo- follows the principles of feng shui, you better not have a mirror that faces your bed. Again kind of back to the other one Mm -hmm. this is because of the belief that your body and spirit goes through a repairing process while sleeping and it would be damaging to your rest to have a negative energy to have negative energy your body releases during sleep reflected back at you the it kind of it's another take on the the don't have a a mirror in front of your bed yeah because you're for feng shui purposes um the, the belief is that you're cleansing overnight getting the bad your, stuff out throw off your chi yeah it's just slapping it right back to you <sighs> just just a negative energy ping pong match take it back <laughs> you get no you get in reparative sleep <laughs> what do you think you are okay so of course bloody mary is like the king of mirror or excuse me the queen queen or king if she wishes mm-hmm. you know i'm not here to judge 
um, of of mirror myths and superstition. Uh, nobody knows who the figure of Bloody Mary is supposed to be. There's not a direct draw to it. Um, there's a couple possibles. Wait, 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 wait. You said that it's not supposed to be known who Bloody Mary is specifically? And nobody can really trace the, the myth of Bloody Mary back to figure out who the like Bloody Mary is supposed to be. I had always heard that it was supposed to be Mary, Queen of Scots. Ye- well, that's one of them. One of them, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so, okay. yeah. I only know that because my, I think the first time I ever heard about that, I asked my grandma about it, and she says that we're related to her. I'm like, oh. Well, okay. that's fun. Okay, great. That's appreciate cool. that. Okay. So Mary Tudor was the daughter of King Henry VIII, daughter of his first wife, because we all know this guy was wife-killing happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was the Spanish princess Catherine of Aragon. Uh, Mary's early life was chaotic because her father was chopping heads off right and left. Um, his pursuit of a male heir led to the split with the Roman Catholic Church, and Mary's faith put her at odds with the Protestant Church of England. That clash came to a head when Mary became queen in 1553, and her efforts to restore Roman Catholicism to England would earn her the nickname Bloody Mary. Um, Hundreds of Protestants were burned at the stake as heretics, and hundreds more were executed in the wake of the failed Protestant rebellion led by Sir Thomas Watt the Younger. Yeah, she was not good. Not a good person. (laughs) No, killings right and left. And I did hear of another potential person that she could be but let me i know there was another um another queen or or duchess in i want to say transylvania or romania somewhere around there Mm -hmm. who uh would literally bathe in blood and would kill virgins and bathe in their blood jesus she is Potentially, but her name was not Mary. I can't remember her name. People are probably screaming it right now as they're listening, but. No correlation? Right. That's. Huh. All right, so here's some first hand Bloody Mary stories. Marissa and her friend had just finished watching an eerie episode of Ghost Whisperer, and Marissa wanted to scare her friend one of her favorite activities. So Marissa looked into her living room mirror, spun three times, saying Bloody Mary. No ghost appeared, so she went to the bathroom to try again. Against the warning of her friend, Marissa shut off the lights, closed the door, and repeated the chant. When she looked into the mirror this time, there was still nothing. Disappointed, she was about to flip on the light when she caught a glimpse of something. She looked closer and discovered a black and white woman with her mouth wide open. Marissa expected a scream from the apparition, but found only dead, terrifying silence. The woman in the mirror lifted her arms, and Marissa saw that her hands were bright red. Not with polish, but with blood. <laughs> and it threw me off, too. That would be your initial expectation, <laughs> yeah, right? she, You know, she was just polishing things up. That can't be blood. <laughs> her fingernails had been torn off. Hands reached out from behind Marissa and grabbed her shoulders. Marissa screamed, turned on the lights, and ran from the room. Awesome. So this wouldn't fall under that that scientific explanation because she wasn't standing there the entire time solely staring she Mm -hmm. spun around she was shifting her vision it wouldn't have done that also the whole arms moving blood thing you know uh second story katie was only nine years old when she and her friend decided to attempt bloody mary at her house one weekend all these stories also are with young ladies and um 
I, I don't know if men are just too proud to tell their story, but I, I just want the audience to know just as many men have done this. Because I have told just as many men, no, I am not going in there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know how old I was when I first heard about it. it but was they make it sound like sure. a young girl thing, and it's not. Just, it's just a young kid. person it's a thing. Kid, yeah, it's a kid thing, for sure. Yeah. Um, so Katie and her friends decided to attempt Bloody Mary at her house one weekend. The five friends carefully carried candles into the bathroom and began chanting Bloody Mary. As they chanted, an old woman with cuts across her face and chains around her neck and shoulders appeared in the mirror. Suddenly, the shower curtain went up in flames. Whoa! And the girls fled the bathroom. And I've not read these yet. An older boy ran in and put out the fire. Although the girls were blamed for the curtain catching fire, they, and their candles, were much too far away to have caused it. 25 years later, Katie has never been tempted to try calling Bloody Mary again. One of those girls definitely accidentally set that fire. 100%. Or intentionally. It's little, you know, when you're young, you're a little pyro. You know. Let's see how it goes. So then we have... That sounds like a little mini cult origin. That's you, not, you know. Uh, uh. <laughs> While friends Sarah, Gail, and Missy hung out on Friday the 13th, they got to talking about Bloody Mary. The girls had been reading... The girls had been reading about her on the internet and decided to try the ritual for themselves. The trio got several candles and set them up in Gail's bathroom. They waited until 2.55 a.m., then went in the bathroom and chanted Bloody Mary 13 times. As soon as she had been called 13 times, Bloody Mary appeared in swirling smoke in the mirror. All three girls screamed and turned on the light, only for Bloody Mary to vanish. I'm like wondering how well they can see, because most of the bathrooms that I've gone in, when you turn the light off, they are pitch dark. But they got candles. Okay, okay. So the last two groups had candles. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, jeez. I don't know. <laughs> so a group of girls was spending the summer at camp in Pacific Northwest on an island called, An- have you heard of this, Anacortes? Anacortes? No. Don't know. No idea. Sick of exploring the woods, they decided to collectively fake food poisoning. They ran into the bathroom and shut themselves up in it, hoping to make the fakery convincing. While they were there, one girl, Jessica, of course it was Jessica, Jessica, <laughs> came up with the idea to play Bloody Mary. The rest of the group agreed, and they shut off the lights. They said Bloody Mary three times into the mirror and waited. At first, there was nothing. Then the mirror cracked. All of the girls ran off screaming except for one. The remaining camper was paralyzed with fear. She stared and saw a flash of movement behind the mirror as if someone was standing right behind her. She turned and ran from the bathroom. The next morning, the girls laughed about the event, only to hide how scared they had been. I wish that it would have said, like, you know, if they went back into the room and the mirror wasn't cracked or something like that. That would have been, that would have been a story. Okay. <laughs> no, Jordan, real physical damage. Okay. Okay. No hallucinations. Fires and cracked mirrors. I gotcha. It sounds like these are just destructive little kids. <laughs> it's all it is. <laughs> it's all it is. Uh... In April of 2007, the 13th fell on Friday. That's a fancy way to say Friday the 13th. Yeah. On that fateful night, Ezzy and her friends decided to try summoning Bloody Mary. They sat in a circle and called for the spirit. Awful idea. With a coin nearby to communicate. With, with a coin? With a coin. Okay. A coin to communicate what? Maybe they were like, if you can hear us, move the coin. Oh. Yeah. First, they asked Bloody Mary to show a sign that she was there. 
when they flipped the coin for an answer, they received a no, but the following two times were yes. Okay, so they were flipping it and expecting it to land. That's a talented ghost, all right? I was going to say, You're is it a yes and no coin, or did they did they say beforehand, yeah, uh, for yeses to the heads? I'm sure that's what they did. <laughs> they made the they made the the parameters clear with the ghost first. I'd be like, man, you're you're asking an awful lot of me. I'm... <laughs> Blink twice for yes. <laughs> they were playing a CD at the time, and it got scratchy, despite the fact that the CD was brand new and had no marks on it. Then the girls began feeling dizzy and faint as they felt long fingernails brushing against their backs and faces. The blinds started shaking, although the window wasn't open. Izzy jumped up and closed the circle between the girls and Bloody Mary. They were all utterly shaken. Hmm. Don't call for demons. Don't do it. And in their last Bloody Mary story, which is titled The Red Reflection, okay. Lauren and her friend were in an experimental mood the night they decided to try calling Bloody Mary. While out on the road, they stopped at a gas station with an outdoor restroom. They went in, turned off the lights, splashed water into the mirror, and spun around saying Bloody Mary three times. Who was driving down the road and just like, you know what, let's pull off here and call a demon? I was going to say, when you said feeling experimental, I was like, are they in college? And like, <laughs> Jordan, what are you... Jordan, no, no. <laughs> when I feel experimental, I'm definitely not uh, intending usually to summon demons. That's a good that's, call. That's <laughs> how you should be. I feel like that should be called something else. They were feeling, they were stupid? feeling uh, satanic or stupid something. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, Lauren's friend flushed the toilet while Lauren stared into the mirror. What little of a reflection she could make out started turning red. She kept staring. Then her friend started screaming, and they ran out the door. Outside, Lauren's friend discovered that her face didn't just appear red; it was covered in blood. That's I've heard this. Hmm. The other thing of Bloody Mary is, yeah, that you'll your face will then get covered in blood. When they cleaned her face, they discovered tiny scratch marks like fingernail scratches all over her face. Hmm. None of these are uh, dated, right? Uh, well, some of them are. Uh, this one was not. The one prior was two thousand and seven. Um, I'm guessing, like, probably all about mid-2000s. These are supposed to be, like, first-hand accounts, though? Yeah. Wow. Supposedly actually went down. Interesting. We'll call it that. I was going to say, I haven't, I haven't, read, <laughs> I never read into any of the actual uh, experiences. There's lots of pictures of things seen in mirrors, and, I mean, obviously this is a audio media, so I didn't think of, you guys would enjoy me and Jordan just sitting here being like, oh, that's weird, oh, yeah, that's that, weird. <laughs> that doesn't translate too well. You can look it up. I didn't. I didn't even bother because I don't. Because of Photoshop, I don't hardly trust anything anymore. Yeah. So, there is that. There's weird things seen in mirrors of reflection. Your own reflection doing things other than what you're doing. Um, but it's it's a good little weird bunny bunny trail to go down. Finally, before we wrap it up, I've got um, from what's turning into one of my favorite sites, Scary for Kids. Um, oh no. Mirror mirror kind of theories almost the so here's the different theories that they have uh what if there everything is always proposed as like a what if or you're doing this 
what if there are two sides to every mirror? I'm gonna put some, you know what? Cue the weird background music because it really sets sets the tone for these. Whoa, okay, so you gotta, re, you gotta re, restart that then. Let's do it. Do it. What if there are two sides to every mirror? What if your reflection wants to keep you on your side? What if you are able to climb through the mirror, but your reflection keeps standing in front of you, blocking your way? Try to touch the mirror without your reflection touching the same place. Maybe the cold surface isn't the mirror you're touching, but the cold flesh of your own reflection, pushing back, keeping you inside. Think about that. Maybe you are the reflection. I just want to see somebody anybody do a little video of them trying to get past the reflection in the mirror and just touching a bunch of points and oh, just son of a just keeps touching themselves <laughs> just going crazy doing and then the last one just kind of bloops through like water and you're like oh and they're like oh my god oh my god that would be that'd be great somebody please send that in photoshop the next one is breath Every time you exhale, uh, I'm not even reading this. It was a waste of time. <laughs> it says every time you breathe, a little bit of your soul comes out. Ooh. But you breathe in quickly enough to get it back. What if you don't breathe in quickly enough? <laughs> I'm like ventilating. Yeah. So, have you ever really looked at yourself in a mirror? Have you ever stared into the eyes of your reflection and wondered, what is it thinking? It may sound absurd and ridiculous. It's just your own reflection, isn't it? So why does it make you so uncomfortable? When you look at yourself in a mirror, why do you get the feeling that someone is watching you? You automatically trust your reflection because it looks like you. It seems like it couldn't do you any harm. It uses that to put you off your guard. Take a closer look. If you move suddenly, you'll notice that your reflection always is a split second behind. Its reactions are quick and it anticipates your every move, but it's not quick enough. When you notice this irregularity, do not give any sign that you saw it make a mistake. Just walk away and act as if nothing happened. Now you have the advantage. <laughs> I will say I've, I've moved before been like, that seems like it was a little slow in the movie. Really? I was going to say, I have <laughs> never experienced it. Ever. I, I try it. Try it. Okay. Again, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to juke it out real quick. Try to juke it out real quick and then. <laughs> I'm just going to catch it one time and it's going to look at me like, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Does your reflection copy you or do you copy your reflection? Every morning you wake up, walk into the bathroom and stare at yourself in the mirror. No matter what you do, your reflection has no choice but to mimic your every action. It does this every day over and over. Have you ever thought about how much your reflection must resent you? One morning, you'll wake as usual when you go to the bathroom. Your reflection will pick up a pair of scissors. It goes dark real quick after that, and I'm going to let it be for our children listeners. And that's on Scary for Kids? Basically, you become the reflection, and it goes down. That sounds... I'm wondering if that is like the basis of that movie, Us. Because that is exactly what that sounds like. Have you ever seen it? No. Uh, you know me. I'm not watching that. Uh, so good. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like that whole... Uh, there's another you. That's doppelganger, though, right? Like actually, like another physical person. Yeah, like that doesn't really mm. have to do with a mirror in it, but it scissors are, are kind of a, a running theme in the movie, and also like there's <laughs> scissors are a running theme. Eh, eh, that, uh, don't do it. Don't run with don't run with the scissors, kids. <laughs> um, that there's like another one of each of us on like a different kind of plane. Oh no no no! Wait, it does have to do with a mirror. Because it's in a fun house in the beginning. Oh. It's straight up. 
All right, all right, Jordan Peele. I see where you're getting your stuff, your source material. I got you. Scary, Scary for, for kids. kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. All right. The mirror, uh, the people in the mirror are always watching you, studying your every movement. They know everything about you, your favorite food, the way you part your hair, your favorite clothes, your first crush, even what you had for breakfast. They never forget any detail. They can't afford to make a mistake. They are jealous of you. They want to be you. They are waiting for the day they can switch places with you. They will emerge and take over your life while you are banished to the other side of the mirror where you will watch them with your nose pressed up against the glass as they live your life. Dude, that's us. That's straight up us. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> that's so funny. So that's, yeah. So that's what I got for mirrors. And I know we poke, like we laughed especially at those scary for kids ones. Um, we like, like laughing theories, at children. You know. But those, like, with the theories about what's the person in the mirror. Well, I feel like a majority of the time that you're thinking about stuff like this, that this is running through your mind, it's when you're a kid. Like, you got a little lot of spare time on your hand. Mm-hmm. Hands. One hand. Uh, and you, you go to the bathroom and, like, you, you might just happen to stare at yourself just a little bit too long. And then something crazy might happen. But. I'll stare at myself too long in the mirror right now. Not just when I'm a kid. I, I don't know. Not that it ever like causes me unease or anything. I guess I just don't ever really think about it. It's never really like. I a, think it'll be like I'll be like staring. And I'll be like I've never really looked deep into my own eyes before. Yeah, I really want to get to know me. But um, okay. what's well, more like like I have green eyes and like I know people, a lot of people with green or hazel eyes have like gold flecks. Like I want to see these gold flecks, so I'm like looking in there trying to see them. That's not like I'm trying to make out with myself. But then after like I've been staring there for a good minute, I'm like, what if what if my reflection just like. It slapped me. Right? You. Just bop you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely done that before. And I've definitely thought about those potential happenings. Mm-hmm. It's always like a, a flicker of like, oh, that'd be crazy. And then mm-hmm. it's, it's gone. But. Yeah, and I I don't know. I think we are all, we've always thought our reflection, there's just something strange about it. Mm-hmm. There's also some reflection myths in water. Like, and usually almost all of them is you get snatched. Mm-hmm. Bottom line of almost every reflection thing is you're going to get snatched. Yeah. Or your soul's going to get snatched. Or you're replaced or... Something. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why we're so uncomfortable seeing ourselves directly in front of us like that. I mean, it's just got to be a part of just something that's in the human psyche in general. But then I think part. about twins, like identical twins, and like they... Sure, they don't. Maybe they have less of an issue with that than the average person. Yeah, because you have to right live, about that. You have to live with a mirror version of yourself. True, and even when twins might do a lot of the same, or might have you know share a lot of idiosyncrasies, or do a lot of the same stuff, uh, which they find things they're like, I don't even. You don't even look like me. Yeah, I've heard twins talk about that before. Uh-huh. Which I mean, it makes sense. You're going to find the things, it, while it might be like minute to us. Have you ever been friends with twins? Um, they were, for. It was really weird. So there were. I knew a family named the back at our old, uh, back at Keemtel. It was, it was a couple houses ago, and there was. Sorry, or I guess we don't need to use any names. There was a girl and two boys, and they were all older te- teenagers than I was, and the two boys were almost identical, mm. but Bobby was, like, looked a 
so much like them as well. Almost like they were all fraternal yeah. in some way, but none of them were actually identical. Mm-hmm. But that's about as close as I got. Gotcha. So, I don't know. They never really... They seem like pretty normal kids for the mm-hmm. most part. Oh, they, no, they absolutely are. There's, twins are not strange. No. I've heard things... Not, not I, have, I have heard things that they've been apart, like miles apart, and will get a feeling mm-hmm. about the other one, or will yeah. just know something that the other one's experienced. That's another... That's a topic. Um, but yeah, it's, that's a good... We gotta, we gotta jot that one down. That's a good one to go. Yeah. But I don't know. There's something about seeing your own reflection that's just unsettling sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we build up in our heads like a how other people perceive us, maybe. And then we might look in the mirror and that doesn't always match. Yeah. So I feel like there's always some some level of discomfort or even... Uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess discomfort's the best way to put it. When we, we see ourselves every day... And while mirrors, like I was talking about, have been around for like 8,000 years, mm-hmm. there's still times where people went without them. Like I think about like pioneer days in America. I doubt in their log cabin that they had a mirror. That's kind of a luxury. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to scrape by off the land. So you're going months, maybe years without seeing yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you get that reflection, that first like reflection when you go to like a nice like bathhouse or something. Yeah. Imagine that's. Could you imagine not seeing yourself for years at a time, like not nothing superstitious, nothing like that, but just like you get to see yourself for the first time in like six years? I can only assume that would be very off-putting. Like we think Depending. we age now when we look at a picture a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because we see ourselves every day. But mm-hmm. if you didn't see yourself every day, the changes you would see would be. Well, and there's stuff that depend no matter who you are that changes like on the daily. Like you're growing more hair, like you're getting a little taller depending on your age. Like you're losing your hair, whatever, whatever it may be. There's subtle notices, subtle differences too that like they rack up over time. And some well, sometimes you won't notice it the next day, but a couple days later you're like, oh man, I this beard is what happened? Why? But yeah, I find it the most strange just the the level of unease or discomfort that it just strikes in most people yeah and that's the thing most people there's a lot of people that are just a little you've had those moments where you stare in the mirror yeah. and you're like what if and not even like not even like all the time but i mean it's happened to almost everybody at some point mm-hmm. yeah and whether you're 13 or 33 or 63 like there's a point where you look in the mirror and you're like what how why <laughs> how did this happen to me what if I just I just punched right through that mirror? Yeah, but get yeah, your foot, get your fist stuck. So that's that's mirrors. That's mirrors. That's all I got. Don't break them. Still don't break them. I'm yeah. not, not going to take that's, that chance. It's just a mess. You have nothing else. It's just a mess. Your yeah. bad luck is cleaning that mess up. Yeah, that's dangerous too. That's still glass. Yeah, don't mess around. Steel coated, aluminum coated. Don't do it. No. Okay. Well, that's fun. Don't. Try to summon demons. <laughs> don't please don't. Don't break mirrors. Don't summon demons. This is a this is just a this is a precautionary episode. A precautionary tale. <laughs> yeah. When you're in that bathroom, you get in, you get out. You mm-hmm. do not dilly dally. <laughs> you don't set your curtains on fire, and you don't punch the window. Don't do it. Don't bring candles. Look, I know you want to bring candles in there sometimes for the smell. They make glad. They've been making glad for years. Febreze is wonderful. Well, I mean, you know, like, you want to set a little romantic thing, you do a little candle on by the bathtub sort of Take deal. the curtains out. 
Okay. That's that's a fair trade. That's fair. <laughs> I would say. That's cool. all I got. What you got coming up? I'm going to do uh, Paranormal Wartime Stories. Oh, I love it. Okay. I feel like there's... It's just rife. There's... Yeah, I'm about it. I feel like it's uh, it's just a higher state of tension that people are under in general anyways. What if you there. remember the werewolf episode? We even talked about hellhounds yeah. in World War One. Mm-hmm. seeing them on the battlefield there. So there's, yeah. Well, and also your pilot during... Um, oh, yeah. I can't remember what war it was, but... I think it was World War Two. No, think so. I think it was World War One. Because I think it was like... Yeah, thirties, forties. It was World War One because he saw planes that were being used during World War Two. Yeah, in his time slip. Uh huh. So, yeah, so some some sort of thing like that. All some right, stuff like that. I'm not. It's probably gonna be like a culminative uh, episode, just like like this. Uh, yeah, a bunch of little things kind of put together. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. Cool. And then we'll do twins. <laughs> and then twins, we'll do twins. Twins at some point. We'll we'll put that on the uh, on the to do list. Sweet. Right on. All right. Well, we'll hit the usuals, guys. Make sure. Um, hit us up at Creepy Campfire Podcast, yes. gmail.com. Yeah, hit me up with the Instagram, Creepy Campfire Podcast. Yes, and just a reminder, if this episode gets to you in time, I am sorry in advance for my delay in editing, um, but we want your stories. Anything weird that's ever happened to you, please send it in, whether it's in you just typed it out in an email or if you want to send a little video or audio message to us. You could even just message me whatever you want on Instagram. Well, Jordan, I think i got to go check myself in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> but until next time, Don't everybody. Don't start too long. Stay, Stay toasty. toasty.